Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is seeing life today. Here we are on a Saturday, episode 99, only one more until the big, epic episode 100. And guess what, guys? Hopefully, God willing, we can have a surprise guest on episode 100 next week. Holy shit, I'm excited. Now, I said we can. Things can happen at the last minute, things can change, but at this point, I'm being hopeful, I'm being optimistic, and the podcast, I would say, is going to drop, I would say, around maybe next Thursday to next Friday, and due to the fact that everything has been going on with, you know, my life and working so much, and the fact that the snow is coming back, I'm going to be working a lot. And I don't want to overstress myself in cramming in two episodes back to back with the next week when episode 100, I feel like, should stay on its own next week. After next week, then we'll go back to the original format, which is two episodes the week after. Now, does this mean that next week is going to be just 30 minutes? Hell no, my guy. Hell no. Next week, it's going to be close to 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how the conversation goes depending on how everything is and even if we don't have a surprise guest even if we don't that's okay because I want to include a lot of new ideas I want to make this as special as humanly possible so stay tuned for episode 100 next week only one episode next week only one I would say it's going to be around next Thursday or next Friday depending on if the surprise guest comes on and if he doesn't We'll see what happens after. But next week, next Friday, episode 100 will be dropping down, my guy. Will be dropping down. But let's not talk about next week. Let's talk about right now, episode 99. WandaVision, episode 4. I just saw the episode. I woke up and I saw the episode and holy shit, am I impressed. I wouldn't say impressed. No, no, no. That's the wrong word. I would say satisfied because, you know, every television show, sometimes we want to take a peek behind the curtains. And that's exactly what we did. We took a peek behind the curtains of WandaVision Episode 4. And wow, do I have a lot to say about that in, in particular ways. And then, second piece of news, the Justice League. I'm sorry, the Snyder Cut finally gets a date and lo and behold it's around the middle of March guess what's also around the middle of March Falcon and the Winter Soldier Ooh, these two are going to be competing head-to-head these are going to be exciting and of course I want to introduce a new segment called okay that's weird or maybe a what the fuck Joss Sweden wanted Vision to have a penis okay All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shoutouts out of the way, shall we? 
And holy shit, do we have an awesome shout out. This shout out belongs to a good friend of mine that I went to school with. We had class together and till this day, she's a really, really good friend of mine. Her name is Sally Barilla or Barilla. I'm going to call her Barilla. Sally Barilla. She is a blogger and she's really into detective type stories. She's into the crime. I was going to say supernatural, but it's not supernatural. She's into crime detective type stuff. Like she likes to solve unmurdered cases unravel mysteries on certain murders that occurred and her site her social blog site that she actually gave me last night definitely a huge shout out you should check her out if for any reason you are interested in the untold mysteries of one that can never be unfolded the one that can always ensure that a murder stays mysterious but only one person only one with a brilliant mindset some people can say that she is just like the episode or of barbara gordon the next best detective, our real-life detective, one person can truly make a difference. And with her new podcast coming out very, very soon, untitled as of right, you can be ensure that your minds will blown just like mine. <laughs> I know, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? Her blog site is called Unveiling Detective Writer. Unveiling Detective Writer. Writer as in you write something down, not writer as in I want to ride a cowboy. Some people can get confused. Some people can get confused. Unveiling Detective Writer. It is her social blog, and you should check it out. It could be your cup of tea. It could be very interesting. You never know. Unveiling Detective Writer. I will post a link underneath the Spotify synopsis. And for those that are listening that can't get to the link, it's a long one, so just just bear with me. Detective Writer 526043666.wordpress.com. So once again, that is Detective Writer 526043666.wordpress.com. I'm sure eventually she's going to change that because that was way too long. <laughs> but anyway, check her out. Sally Barilla. Always a good person, always a fun person, and she knows her shit. She knows her shit. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into some WandaVision episode 4. That starts right in a bit. I did not expect on how much I would try to enjoy the episode, but for me, when I watched it, it was to the point that I really wanted to pay attention in terms of what the hell was going on. For the first three episodes of WandaVision, we were kind of getting into the mode of, okay, these two Avengers that we all know and love, basically living in an alternate reality or a bubble type reality, and... Something is going on. And then in the last episode, we thought about, is Wanda really controlling all of this? And there's a strong chance that she is. And if she's not controlling it, then maybe someone else is. 
And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, she knows something is wrong and yet she's going along with it. And I did explain that this could be the tale of a tragic hero on the fact that she could have everything that she's ever wanted and yet all of it is not real. It's like a form within the Matrix, for example. And then we get to episode 4 and we finally see the backstory. I won't say the backstory, but a little bit of the behind the curtain type of a look. First of all, I had no idea, I, I didn't even remember that Monica Rambeau, daughter of Maria Rambeau, if that is her name, best friend of Captain Marvel, is the same little girl from the movie. And of course, she is one of the head members of S.W.O.R.D. And I thought to myself, holy shit, where the hell has S.W.O.R.D. been with all of the things that happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers and all of the stuff with Loki and Ultron and everything else? And I know a lot of fans are probably asking that. They're probably asking, well, where the hell has S.W.O.R.D. been? You know, if, if they're the second piece of an organization, like, where the hell have they been? And I think, I, this is my theory. I don't have an exact answer for this, but here's my theory. I believe S.W.O.R.D., someone from S.W.O.R.D. got intel that S.H.I.E.L.D. was compromised by HYDRA. Therefore, they wanted to be separate from them at all costs because they wanted to ensure that the same thing that happened to S.H.I.E.L.D. would not happen to them. That's the only reason that I would give. Or the only reason that I would think of. But it was really good to see a lot of familiar faces. Wu from the FBI with his, you know, the one that did his card hand trick where he was like, here's my card and he just, you know, used a magician because Ant-Man did that. And I was like, oh my god, that was a cool callback. Darcy came back from Thor 2. I thought, you know, from from the Thor movies, a lot of people said she was annoying. I didn't get that. I thought she was like a spectator at best. But it was actually good to see her again. And the fact that she came all this way and is like now not a part of S.W.O.R.D., but now she's part of this whole thing. And the fact that she came back to the MCU, I was really, really happy to, to see her again. I believe her real name is Kat Jennings, the actress. Kat... It's Cat something. I believe it's Cat Jennings. If it's not Cat Jennings, then I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm not really good with, with actors and actresses' names. But it was really good to see her. It was really good to see her. And I'm glad that she was able to figure out that, oh yeah, this thing that's going on, it has something to do with radiation. And the fact that she was able to see, you know, where Wanda and Vision is through from the 50s, 60s, and 70s thus far... It really gives a interesting perspective on, okay, they're the outside looking in, and I believe it's Wu that was contacting her. Yeah, he was contacting her where he was like, listen, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Wanda. And Wanda knows. Wanda knows. And even at the end of the episode, Geraldine, Monica, she came out and she's like, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. So now we have a strong idea in terms of who's doing this, and it's Wanda herself. The question is, did she create all of this herself? Did she create this bubble-type reality? Or has it been in existence for a while and she got swallowed up in it? Or maybe her powers got way too out of control where it manifested into this alternate reality, this constructed reality as some sort of defense mechanism for her mind considering the fact that she lost her brother the love of her life 
and she literally fought one of the most biggest wars ever in MCU history against Thanos and his minions. I mean, the possibilities are endless here, and I still can't help but feel bad for Wanda. Because like I said, she has everything in front of her, and you can tell at the ending of the episode on this episode where she's, she's happy. But yet, if something interrupts it, she'll throw you off the fucking area. And there was also a brief moment where she sees Vision's dead corpse. She sees Vision's dead corpse for that brief second. And she knows. She knows he's dead. She knows everything is not real. At least that's what I believe. And yet she's living the life as she wants to live because she's happy. And I feel like when everything is said and done, I guarantee you at the ending of this season, I think we have either four or five episodes more, at the end of this entire show, when everything is said and done, and everything is over, and she's back to the real world, she's going to be more heartbroken than anything else, which honestly makes me more interested to see what's her character going to be like in Doctor Strange 2. I would not be surprised in the least bit if she becomes the main villain of Doctor Strange 2. Because it's pretty clear that she's already the villain here, or slowly morphing into one. But episode 4 definitely interests me a lot. It exceeded my... I wouldn't say exceeded my expectations, but I was satisfied. I really was. And next week, episode 5 will kick in. And hopefully for episode 100, I will talk briefly about that. We can... And we, meaning me and the surprise guest, hopefully that will be arriving. And if he, and if he doesn't, then it's okay. I'm still here for you. I'm still here for all of you. Episode 5 is going to be a doozy. Episode 5 is going to be a doozy. And can't wait for that. So moving on to our second piece of news. The Snyder Cut finally gets a release date. And I have to say, it was a lot faster than I anticipated. March 18th, 2021. It will be released on HBO Max. And it's not a miniseries this time. It's not a miniseries. I know they were saying for months it'd be a miniseries. But Zack Snyder confirmed it would be a 4 hour film four fucking hours I mean the last piece of movie that I saw that was close to being that long was probably Titanic and I saw that with my friends with someone that I was dating from back then in the past it's been a while since I've seen that movie but with Snyder Cut being four hours long obviously it'll be on HBO Max so we can pause it and stop it whenever we want chances are I'll probably watch it during the nighttime when I'm home from work and I'm you know completely good and everything is great everything is dandy and yet it's the same day no I'm sorry not the same day it's the day before Falcon and the Winter Soldier because that show is coming out March 19th so even though they're not coming out on the same day obviously because either Warner wants to avoid confrontation or competition with Disney Plus right now chances are it's definitely going to be a very interesting perspective for the ratings to come out to see what show has been watched the most. And I think that's what they're going for. Now, it could be the fact that, yes, Zack Snyder, he's been working on this for a while, and with all issues with Ray Fisher and everything else, 
I still can't help but feel if there's something that has to be a part of this or something that's going to come after this in terms of is there going to be a Justice League 2? Or is this entire film going to initiate on the entire Justice League facing off against Darkseid? Is that going to be an epic fucking battle? I don't think it is. Especially with Steppenwolf and his original design coming into the fold and is going to fuck shit up. I have to say though, considering that I've already seen the film the first time as well as everybody else has... I'm not really as excited or overly enthusiastic about watching the Snyder Cut. I mean, I'm curious, but I would not say I'm overly enthusiastic because I gave this reason before, and it's the fact that we've already seen it again. We've already seen it the first time, we've seen it the second time, and even though it was not Zack Snyder's complete vision, I get that, but we kind of know how it starts and we kind of know how it ends. So this, to me, is more of a curiosity factor than anything else. And there's nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. Otherwise, if it really was the type of thing that would get people to like watch and observe and give ratings and ensure that maybe this could be something that people can talk about, if they knew that it was top tier, they would have released it on the 19th as well. But, obviously, as I said, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to enjoy it, like me, And we're just going to move on with it. It's as simple as that. I kind of wonder how many of the cancel culture people are going to try to see if they can cancel Amber Heard. And now that I realize when the whole thing with Amber Heard even happened, I realized that I was slowly morphing into that, the cancel culture thing. And I had to stop myself. I'm like, you know what? Warner's not going to do anything. Nobody's going to do anything. We signed petitions and everything else. No one is going to do jack shit. No one's going to do a damn thing. I'll say though, I'll say, March 18th, I believe there's going to be a couple more shows that's going to be coming around around March. I mean, you got UFC events, you got... What other things are going on? Can't quite remember off the top of my head. Nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut, Justice League, coming out March 18th of 4 hour film four hours make sure you have a lot of snacks because it's going to be a long one it is going to be a long one now moving on to the third piece of news this is more of a what the fuck type of news Josh Sweden wanted Vision to have a penis now I know I spoke a lot about well I spoke a little bit about Josh Sweden And I know that there are a lot of perspectives that he may have. I mean, he did bring us the Avengers. Let's let's be let's be real here. I understand he has his ways, and I understand that he probably did a lot of shady shit behind the scenes, especially with the uh, Justice League cut that came out before Zack Snyder had to leave and deal with personal stuff and deal with Warner and deal with everything else. Josh Sweden normally knows what he's doing. But I cannot really vision myself. But up, oh, pun there. See what I did? I can't really picture myself in wondering why would a director that is making an android have a biological humanistic body part when it's completely unneeded, 
it's most likely going to get censored by the FCCs. It's most likely going to be taken out by the editor. So what was the point? I can't really fathom. And even if he did have one, do you honestly think to tell me that movie theaters was going to show that for a family film for everyone to see? I don't understand that. And why, though? Why? Paul Bettany, the actor for Vision, he came out, he was like, yeah, Joss Whedon really wanted Vision to have a penis. And he was pushing for that. And I can't help but feel, why? What the hell was the point? I don't know, maybe he has something with male genitalia, or maybe he just wanted to, you know, have an accurate description in terms of how an android or a new person is supposed to be. Like, I don't know, I'm just making excuses. I literally have no fucking clue why he would make that kind of choice, or why he would even do that type of a choice. Unless he has some kind of fetish that he wanted everyone to know, or everyone to see, I honestly have no idea. Like, this is by far one of the most craziest what-the-fuck moments that I've ever seen in my life, by far. By far. And again, though, what was the reason? <laughs> like, I'm genuinely... I, I know I'm spending way too much time talking about this, but I'm genuinely... Genuinely curious, what was the reason he wanted to do that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. By the way, I know we're close to the end here, but something just came to me, and I should have spoken about this earlier. We're going to go back to WandaVision, because the whole Josh Sweden penis thing is just so far out there, that's more of a what-the-fuck type of scenario. There was a moment in WandaVision episode 4, where a member of S.W.O.R.D., where he said that he sent a bunch of astronauts to space and half of them disappeared, half of them are still MIA. Do you wonder if for any reason this has anything to do with the Fantastic Four? Just, just think about this. Just think about this. And maybe it does. Maybe it does. But just think about this. We all know the origins of the Fantastic Four. We've seen the previous films, the reboot, the second reboot, and the sequel, Silver Surfer, whatever. So we kind of have a base idea in terms of how they got their powers. They went to space, and they got affected by the Big Bang or uh, Cosmo, Cosmic Waves, or whatever the hell you want to call them. Because I think they have like different names for each thing now. And then the MCU is going to be different. But he said that astronauts disappeared. Okay, you need to understand, showrunners or writers, whenever they make a show or a movie or whatever, they sometimes leave Easter eggs and clues within certain shows so it could be a prelude to something else. This has been going on for a while now. This has been going on for a very, very long time. It's usually a hint of what's to come next. So does WandaVision give clues in terms of when we're going to get the Fantastic Four. First of all, we already have confirmation that we're going to get the Fantastic Four. We already have confirmation about that. But now, does this 
give certain clues in terms of when they're going to be released or when they're going to come out or maybe other references in terms of certain names like, you know, oh, uh, Mr. We have a, a super intelligent that matches the intellect level of Tony Stark, but unfortunately, Mr. Richards cannot be here today or something along those lines, something. That'd be fucking awesome. It really would. Marvel's greatest family of superheroes, the Fantastic Four. Granted, I've never really been a Fantastic Four fan, and that's just me personally, but I'm genuinely, genuinely excited to see what they're going to do with them. Who's going to play them? How are they going to come through? You know, who are they going to interact with? How are they going to make their debut in the MCU? It's going to be fucking exciting. It's going to be exciting, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that kind of decision. In terms of WandaVision, Episode 5, let's see if we go back to the reality of Wanda's world, or it can be spliced half and half between the real world and the digital... I want to say... I so badly want to say digital world, and it's not the digital world. (laughs) Oh, man. Wanda's world. You know, Wanda's vision. Alright, enough with the puns. That's all we have for today on this episode on Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know I spent way too much time on Josh Sweden with the penis thing. It, it's one of the weirdest things that I've ever, ever fucking read in my life. And let's move on. Let's move on. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you have any theories on what can happen in WandaVision, if you have any clues, maybe you spot something that I missed and you want to see if you can connect the pieces together, by all means, hit me up. Outside the Comics, Volume 2, you know where to find. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean. We can keep this train on rolling. And if you want to hit me up directly, there's our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics. That's OTC Fanatics, you know, Fanatics. And, of course, my Twitter and Instagram. Now, remember, it's brand new. It's not Mike Garcia VO anymore. It's Voice of Garcia. That's Voice of Garcia. It is my new brand name, and I fucking love it, and I'm going to stick with it as best as humanly possible. Now, before we go on, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from Chadwick Boseman himself. Rest in peace to him. Receiving an award for playing a superhero is amazing, but it's even greater to acknowledge the heroes that we have in real life. And my reaction to that is this. The heroes that are in real life, the first responders, the people around us, and even the people... Even if they don't have good jobs or they don't have the essential jobs in terms of being a first responder, the ones that actually make a difference to do one good thing to save someone else, it could be you or it could be the people you know, the people that you love, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised and we're thankful for each and every one of them. So don't forget that. Do not forget that. As a reminder, everyone... Episode 100 will be debuting next week on Thursday night to Friday morning, something along those lines. It's going to take a full week to try to get everything situated together, new stuff. And even if it's some of it is new or not, 
it's okay. It's episode 100. It's going to be 45 minutes to an hour. So brace yourself with that. We're going to talk about news. We're going to talk about, you know, exciting stuff. Probably introduce new segments. See where it goes and so on and so forth. I'm excited. Episode 100. We have made it to 100 episodes. Stay tuned for next Thursday night or Friday. I will put an announcement on my Twitter feed, on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on everything. So stay tuned for that and hopefully we get our surprise guest so we can talk more comic book stuff. Maybe if there's animation that he wants to talk about a particular hero or a particular person that he played or she or whoever. It doesn't matter. The fact is, these are exciting times, ladies and gentlemen. These are exciting times. Now, as always, stay safe. Have a great weekend. Be careful with the snow, don't drink and drive, wear a mask, do whatever you gotta do to stay alive, to stay positive, to stay free. And tune in for all of the comic book news, content stuff, whatever the case may be. And if you hear about it, and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe, till next time, episode 100 is near. I'm done, I'm through, peace out.